0: Of our listeners over the Dorkening Network, um, the Cast, where we review, go over, discuss, invite guests on to do all of those things through different medias, materials, goings on in the nerd culture and universe. So, this episode, long-awaited review of the Joker movie um we are your hosts i'm the boy wonderful ian wallace she is your friendly neighborhood shelby croto and we are here to give you your next installment of amalgacast the joker (laughs) movie widespread phenomenon well received throughout the masses i would say Um, i've heard many awesome accreditations and, and accolades that have gone out to this movie, which I think is awesome, but we're nerds here, and um, we might view things a tad differently than the masses. So we are here to give you our critical, our personal, and of course, your favorite part of our view, our favorite part of our view, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um... We always like to start off with a little bit of pedigree information, give you the 411 info, facts, um, dimensions, if you will, on the project. Shelby's so much better than that stuff because I'm just not that (laughs) eloquent when it comes to those things. Um, She's going to give you the pedigree information on the Joker movie, and then we are going to dive right into breaking this thing down. Shelby?
1: So one thing we like to do when we're reviewing movies is kind of let you know what some of the ratings people are giving this, what the critics are thinking, what the audience is thinking. So on IMDb, they're rating this an 8.6 out of 10. Now for IMDb, that is insanely high. Most Most of the movies on there I usually see at like fives and sixes. Um, On Rotten Tomatoes, which I know is the big one for ratings that most people usually go for. um, The critics are only giving this a 69%, but the audience score is giving this an 88%, which also is extremely high. Um, This was directed by Todd Phillips, also written by Todd Phillips, and also Scott Silver. Um, It came out October 4th of 2019. Um, it runs about 122 minutes. Um, the cast, obviously, we all know was Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker. Uh, Robert De Niro is Marie Franklin. Zazie Beetz as Sophie Dumond. Bill Camp. Francis Conroy. Uh, Brett Cullen is Thomas Wayne. Just a huge, huge, like amazing spread of actors for this movie. Um, it had a budget for about 55 to 70 million, and it ended up making a whopping almost two billion dollars in box office revenue. And I know currently it holds the top rated rated R movie. Like I know originally it was Deadpool for the longest time. that pretty much blew sales out of the water. And this one completely kicked Deadpool out of first place. So Mm. that's definitely a huge accomplishment in itself.
0: Okay. So there you have it. Just the facts. The facts, ma'am. Just the facts. And um, so now you know a little something about this film. If you have not seen this movie yet, this would be the part where you might want to pause and go watch it and then come back. We are going to be spoiling the hell out of this movie for all those who have not seen it. I mean, it's it, it, at this point, it's out on DVD, so I'm sure everyone has seen this movie already. And we wanted to give everyone enough time before we got a chance to um, give it a review and give it a once and over and uh, our opinions. Um, I did two watch-throughs on this. Um, I did, you know, my own just as a comic fan just wanted to see the new Joker movie. And then, of course, I watched it as a critic, um, you know, from a little more of an analytical standpoint. Um, Of course, we're going to start off with our critical views at first. Um, Shelby, I'm going to let you go first on this one because I'm still stewing over here. So your critical views on the Joker movie.
1: So it's always so hard to separate my personal feelings for a movie when it comes to critiquing it. I mean, when I first saw the trailer for this, I was definitely very skeptical, just because I know DC, like, has been doing us wrong lately, like, obviously we all know the Batman versus superhero movie, I mean, Superman movie was not the greatest, uh, some of their other movies have kind of been a flop, uh, Justice League was good but I know some of their other movies just haven't been doing as well. So even, like, when I heard that this was coming out, I would, like, first thing, I was like, oh, man. Not, like, not another, like, BC movie. Like, they, I just haven't been excited for them. So when I actually went and saw this, I was just blown away. It is definitely not what I was expecting. Like. I was expecting pretty much just another superhero movie or super villain movie. And that is not what I got in the slightest. So in this movie, it's more so the mental, like, torment of a man and just spiraling out of control into, like, a... like a psychosis like episode and it was just so amazing i don't i don't know if amazing is the right word it was just so interesting to see his like descent into madness because obviously we all already know the joker as kind of that crazy lunatic but it was weird to like cuz usually when i think of the joker I almost kind of disassociate him and don't necessarily think of him as a man. I see him as this villain, this figure. So in this movie, seeing him actually a man and seeing that descent and how he was just pushed farther and farther like into his own head was just insane to see. And it definitely gave me a completely different like view of the joker and i mean obviously they didn't give him like superpowers or anything like that it was just a man struggling with his inner demons as society was pushing him into this box and into that descent into madness so i was just completely gobstruck by this movie
0: okay um, For me, my more critical view of it is um, a bit different. Um, I honestly got to say I'm a huge Batman fan from the comics and other medias um, and also the Batman characters. Some of my uh, favorite characters of all time are in the Batman um, family, uh, but I went to go see this movie. Like I said, I watched it first just as a fan, and um, I think that's the one, that's the part that really ruined it for me, was that I kind of watched it as a fan at first and just kind of went into this movie hoping to be entertained and um, like what I saw and got, you know, attached to it, and I got to say, I watched through this movie, and I just, I didn't, I didn't see a lot of, (sighs) okay. This is this was a movie about the Joker, obviously from the DC Comics. Um, Joaquin Phoenix is an excellent actor, and I think that was pretty much what made this movie good. Um, the story was 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 pretty awesome, and they had followed some of the origin stories um, that are related to the Joker, and they added some familiar characters and did all of that nice thing for the you know the comic. Uh, point of view of it, but i just i really didn't like like I could think like kind of like you said shelby like you expect you expected for this to be a another superhero movie, and it just wasn't um I got the same feeling, but it was the overall aesthetic was more towards the negative side like i didn't really feel like this was a movie about the character that I knew. I feel like this was a personal take on the character from the director's and writers' uh perspective. And that they did the best that they could to communicate that um, with Joaquin Phoenix being their conduit. And that made a lot of sense for me. And, and in that right, the movie was pretty damn good. Um, as its own thing, standalone thing, it was a good movie. Um, I did enjoy it as a movie. Like, it wasn't a horror. It wasn't like I was sitting here like, oh, when is it going to end? I hate this. It wasn't that. It was just like I didn't get the feeling like I was watching a movie about the Joker. I kind of just got a feeling, like you said, I was watching this movie about a guy who, you know, kind of descended into madness based off of circumstances that he was facing in his life. But I didn't, I didn't get Joker from this. Like I don't see this character as a Joker. I don't recognize him as the Joker. And although it was a great portrayal for the perspective that it was coming from, um, no, give me Heath Ledger back, please. Let's bring him back. Let's resurrect the guy. Or, um, you know, let's go in a different direction and and see what we can pull off. Um, Would I like to see Joaquin Phoenix play the Joker in a Batman movie? No. No, I I would not. And um, I hope that does not happen. Um, But if it does, then great, you know, whatever. I'll I'll give it a try and see what happens. Again, he's a great actor. So it would be, you know, hard-pressed for me to believe that he could not pull the role off. It's just, again, I didn't feel like I was watching the Joker. So, from my critical point of view, that's about what I have. Um, getting into the more personal view, Shelby, how do you feel about this movie personally? You watched it. Um, you got your connection to it. How did you feel walking away?
1: Um, So, definitely watching this movie. So, before I watched it, um, there was a couple people I go to school with that said they already watched it. And some people said that they believed the movie should have a trigger warning. Which, I was like, I didn't understand why a movie needed that. I mean, it being rated R, like, most people expect it to be gory and so on, so you already kind of expect something like that going into it. But after watching the movie, I can see why some people wanted a trigger warning, because... Like we had already kind of talked about, it is just a man falling into madness. Like, it is about this man's mental health and, like, the stuff he's gone through through his life. So I can definitely understand why people would want that. For me, personally, I didn't quite see that as needing a trigger warning, but I do see why some people think it needed it what i mean overall i definitely agree with what you were saying ian i don't see this as the joker because like i said before i more so saw the joker as almost like a different entity where in this movie he was just a man and i see i think the joker in this was more just about the symbolism of being like the joker being the funny guy type of thing instead of actually being that character. So I think this movie was more about symbolism more so than us getting that origin story of the Joker.
0: Okay. Um did you have anything else for your personal view?
1: Um I mean Jack Juan Phoenix is incredible. I, I mean that that's the big thing. I do think he was uh nominated for a global glo- uh Golden Globe for best actor because he he was phenomenal in this movie, like extremely believable. And I know him and Heath Ledger were very good friends. So when he got this role, he, he said in some of his interviews that he wanted to do this role and do it justice for Heath Ledger because they were friends in real life. So that alone gave me so much respect for him and I do know he said he probably would not play the role again, just because he had to lose so much weight for this role. Because if you watch the, the movie, you see how skeletal he looks in the movie, and he had to lose that weight for the role. And it was just so unhealthy for him that he said he probably wouldn't play the role again just because of the physical damage it did to him.
0: Mm, interesting. Um, personally, wow. Where do I begin? I, have, I just have so much to say about this, and I'm trying not to. All right. You know, and you, and you brought up a very interesting point about the trigger warnings and different things. And um, also, I, I think we failed to mention, but shout out to Robert De Niro, who's also yeah. in this movie for a brief stint. <laughs> Um, one of my favorite Hollywood actors of all time. Um, shout out to Bobby D. Love you. Um, you know, you brought up the the triggers and the and the warnings that may need to come along with this movie, and you know, I got a. I'm so glad we're on the personal section of this. Um, you no, know, of the perspectives because I hate this so much about just the times that we live in and some of the directions that, um, you know, a lot of my favorite medias have taken because of it, you know, and, and me being, you know, in my, um, more elder years, (laughs) (laughs) I won't bring up an actual number, but me being in my more elder years, um, let's say I grew up in the eighties and nineties and, um, you know, the life was just a lot different for us. We played outside and scraped our knees and rode our bikes and climbed trees and, you know got in fights and argued about stuff and called each other names, like we used to have fun doing these things, and I know it sounds like, oh, this is horrible things. Why would you do this to each other? You're all bad and um you know it, it just wasn't it wasn't bad, it was great growing up that way, and uh, we used to crack your mama jokes on each other, like we used to sit in a circle <laughs> and literally insult each other's mothers for fun, like this was something. And again, obviously nobody was being serious, but it was fun to do this. It was fun to make fun of your friends and to have them make fun of you and to find, you know, humor in yourself and to be able to be humble enough to laugh at yourself and laugh at other people. And we're just not in a society that does that anymore. Everyone's offended. Everyone gets offended by everything. Everyone's triggered by everything. And it's like, we have gotten so soft as a society as as a race of human beings and i gotta say it this movie to me is like a flagship red flag kind of waving all over the place um grounded to that simple and plain fact um the joker as a character in my opinion was someone who was created in chaotic circumstances he does not have a single set origin because he's crazy and he doesn't really remember who he is or the way it was explained to me that Joker's crazy and he doesn't really know his own origin so he couldn't tell you who he was if
1: he wanted to. Yeah I I know some comics he's told different origin stories i think he's told like three or four different things right
0: like if you ask the joker three times who he is you're going to get three different answers and if you ask Mm -hmm. three different people who the joker is you're going to get three different answers so it rings true with the com with the character so it made sense to me that they kind of just picked um a lane to go with those origin stories and told a story based on a character which is great i i got it up until a point but this whole like okay, he's this fragile guy who is pushed around by society and is made fun of, so he gets a gun and kills people. I'm sorry, but no. No, I'm sorry. That, that principle is flawed and that way of trying to communicate that. Yes, we, I don't know if you remember, there was a movie called Falling Down. Did you ever see that movie with Michael Douglas?
1: Mm, I don't think I have.
0: Check it out check out the movie falling down. It's the same kind of story. It's this guy who kind of, you know, had a bad day or, you know, was having a bad life and kind of just went way off the deep end and like he went after his family and just this poor sad man who had this really tragic end to, you know, life or whatever. So um, in that iteration of being able to tell a story that way, I can respect this movie that way because yeah, okay. It's about a guy who, you know, had a bad day, and you know, in his decline, did some horrendous things. Makes sense. But the character of the Joker, I think is about how much pain you can take and still laugh, more so than it is about snapping the very second that that pain becomes prevalent. And that's kind of what I saw with this Joaquin Phoenix character. It was like, he, got, he, took, he took what he could to a point and then snapped and started to want to hurt people. With the Joker, I think it was like, life is more about pain and kind of like his endurance to it and his being a parody of that pain is more important to him. That's why he's always got a joke, a punchline. I mean, his psychotic wanting to kill everybody kind of thing is something that was added on later on and was very prevalent to the character and all of that, which makes sense. So the mental health section of it makes a lot of sense as well. But I just don't like the fact that this is basically, you know, uh, a lighthouse for this, like, Oh, well, if people make fun of you and hurt you, we understand if you snap and shoot everything. No, we don't. We don't understand that. <laughs> we Well, I personally don't understand that. And I think that there's a lot more to it than that. And I think that this movie kind of glorified that. And it's a little scary. It's a little scary to think that, you know, there are fragile people who really do need help and really do need, you know, um, people to, you know, cater to them and to understand them better. And it's like, this is kind of making a mockery of the ability to be able to do that. Cause it's like, Oh, well you're able to kind of just snap when the world pushes you too far. And it's like, well, what about the strength and holding on? And I get it. This is not a, well, that's not this guy's story. So shut up Ian. And okay. I agree. This is not this guy's story. So I will shut up about it. I just don't like the fact that this movie kind of leaned a lot more towards that than anything. And I think that it kind of, shows a flaw in where we are as people. And I think that we need to be a little more durable and a little more understanding. Like why the hell do we need a trigger warning for a a rated R? Like the rated R stamp is the warning. Like that should be enough. And we don't need to broadcast that. And, and 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 it creates a platform for, you know, a bunch of people to cry wolf. You know, there are people that have these real serious, you know, um, issues. And I think that we should save that empathy and sympathy for those people and not the people who, Oh, well, wait a minute. Here's, here's a good excuse for me to, you know, kind of ride the coattails of something dramatic and real. And, you know, people will feel bad for me. And I just don't want some, I don't think that it's good for something to create that kind of platform. And I feel like that in a way this movie does, and that really bothered me personally. Um, outside of that, again, this was a story about a man's descent into madness and his, ability to cope with, um, those different stimuli. And of course the character, um, you know, portraying itself as a Joker coming out to the surface and how that all started in this iteration, in this universe. And for that, I can't say that the movie was horrible and I can't say that it was bad. I just felt like there was a lot of extra when it came to this movie and I would have preferred a better, I I think that it could have been better in my opinion, it could have been a better movie they could have told a better story about the joker and again um heath ledger (laughs) wherever you are I hope you're listening to this because honestly you have left us with a very large space to fill (laughs) in all seriousness he did such a great job balancing you know the two sides of this character in a way that i don't think anyone else ever will um, but it is good to see other people do their best artistic impression of that, and shout out to Joaquin Phoenix for doing a great job doing that. But that's my personal view on this, and I'm sorry I had you know got into a little bit of a rant there. But it really did touch home personal for me, and it really did bother me to see that part of it. So that's my personal view on it. Um, now that we are done with the critical and personal views of this project, we're going to get into your favorite parts our favorite part, the good, the bad, and the other. Shelby, I'm going to let you start off with your good, and then I'm going to jump in. So, wow the people. Let them know what your good about this movie
1: is. So, the good for me is, I mean, obviously, Joaquin Phoenix. Like, this movie, it it was just him. Like, if it was anyone else like, in this role, it probably, the movie probably would have, like, bombed. But Joaquin Phoenix, in the role that he was playing, did a phenomenal job. Like, just how he was able to portray this character, even though not necessarily is, like, the Joker we all originally know. The character that he was given, I think he played to perfection, and I definitely can understand why he was nominated for a Golden Globe, because it, it was scary realistic, just because you've, you've probably seen or heard of people that do have mental illnesses like this, so it was scary to see him portray something that real and that accurate. It, it was very, very unnerving, and he did, like, a very good job with the role that he was given. So, the good for me is definitely Joaquin Phoenix. Okay. For me, um,
0: the cinematography and...
1: Ooh, I didn't even think about that.
0: Yeah, the, the, the cinematography and how this movie was shot was epic. In my opinion, it was, even though I I didn't really care for too much of the story and I was having a hard time accepting this as a Joker movie, it was still a damn good movie. Like it was beautiful and it was dark and it was light at the times where it needed to be. And it followed the characters around and it was very dramatic and then very um, light at times. It was like, it was, it was all over the place. And to be able to do that with just a camera. To be able to tell a story like that with just a camera is kind of, you know, when you put the writing and the acting to it, then it just becomes dope. But, you know, just someone with that kind of skill to capture these scenes the way that they did. And I it really did draw me in. And it was an amazing like even I mean, I know Joaquin is, is going to be um, nominated for a Golden Globe. But I hope the director gets the nods that he deserves, because this he, in my opinion, and who directed this again, show me?
1: uh it was oh my gosh what was his name uh Todd Phillips
0: okay um i mean he did a really good job so he should definitely get kudos and respect for that because honestly he really really made this movie as alluring as it was in my opinion so the cinematography how it was shot the way they chose to portray these characters uh visually was just it was stunning and um i'd love to see them do another Batman-esque movie um, in the same kind of way because, it, again, it just it felt like even though it didn't really seem, I felt like we were in Gotham City. I did. I did feel that much about the comics reference to the character. I did feel like we were in Gotham. If not anything else, I knew we were in Gotham City while we were you know, going through this um, movie. So, yeah. That's it. My, that's my good for me. Um, how about the bad? Give me your bad, Shelby.
1: Oh man! So, I mean, obviously, I am in love with this movie. Like, even though, like, we had talked about a couple times now, it's not the Joker we know. Like, it it still is a phenomenal movie. Like you was saying, like, cinematography on point, acting on point. So it's so hard to try and think of a bad. Oh man. I think the bad for me is where do we go from here? So they definitely left it kind of open-ended to where they could do another movie and branch off from this. But like I had said that Joaquin Joaquin Phoenix uh, doesn't want to play the role again just because of how damaging it was to him physically having to, like, lose that much weight for the role, so I'm definitely curious if they're going to branch off from here, especially since the main actor doesn't really want to do this again, which I do not blame him, so I'm definitely curious on what's going to happen. Are they just going to leave it as is? Are they going to try and branch off from here? Are they going to try and like go back in and like do some of the batman movies like what what are they going from here that that's probably the bad for me is just too many unanswered questions
0: okay and other than um for me uh, i think i kind of covered my bad in my personal thing, but um other than my overall feeling of the message being sent out um there really wasn't a whole lot of bad to this movie. Like it's its own thing. So I can't be like, ah, this is a movie about the Joker, but it sucks. I mean, I could say that, but it wouldn't be accurate. It wasn't a bad movie. And I got who they were. I got the character they were trying to portray and it made a lot of sense. And they followed the, you know, a lot of the book, um, you know, I mean the books and how this character has, you know, these different origins and, um, it wasn't a bad movie. It just, I didn't, I didn't appreciate a lot of the message that was sent. And I don't think that uh, it was very good for us as a society. Um, And I think uh, outside of that, like I said, there wasn't really a whole lot of bad about it. It just was its own thing. And you can enjoy it independently of its comic reference. Like it's a good movie named the Joker about a character. That's a lot like the comic book character that we know but they're just not the same thing. So it's not something, and it's very clear that they're not the same thing. So it's not something where you're like, oh, this is their idea of trying to pass off a joke at us. Oh, screw this. No, it's not like that. It's just, it's its own thing. And it's, there isn't a whole lot of bad in this project. Um, Personally, I have my own feelings about it, but as a, you know, as a masterwork, as a piece of, um, you know, material that was meant for entertainment and for us to enjoy, they, they knocked that out of the park and covered that very well, so you know, that isn't too much bad for me. Um, The Ugly. Um, I'm going to go ahead and let you start off with The Ugly, Shelby, and then I'm going to do mine.
1: Um, so The Ugly for me kind of touches on what you talked about earlier, Ian. This movie definitely stirred up a lot of controversy. I mean, like you said, the society we live in, nowadays just everyone is soft like people get upset over things that used to not be a big deal to us like before we were able to watch movies that were dark and graphic like this without us trying to take it personally like we could just enjoy a movie
0: Like, wasn't that the point of them? Like, the whole point of them was to, like, be able to meet up with some friends and experience all these different things that are going to be happening in this film and then talk about them. And, you know, that was the point, right? Was for us to enjoy them and, like, to...
1: Exactly. People just take it too far or too personally. Like, I love how they went dark with this movie because I do feel like some people are too scared to go dark especially nowadays because I mean after this movie came out the media was like oh this is going to paint a picture saying it's okay to like go and kill people when you're having a bad day type of thing and I'm like what why do they have to go there like that that's my thing is like why can't we just watch a movie that yeah got pretty dark and just enjoy it like Why instead do we have to take it to that place and think it's going to cause kids to want to go and kill people? I mean, in the media, they talk about video games, like, melting kids' brains and making them want to be violent. Like, Like, why do they have to go there? Just because a movie came out and it's pretty dark and violent, why do we have to assume it's going to push people to want to take that step towards violence.
0: And why give them the option of this? Oh, well, if you watch this movie, then you're a pro you are prone to might be able to... Like, you're creating a stage for these yahoos to do that. Like, you're basically saying, hey, here's a good idea. Why don't you watch this movie, then shoot up, you know, a, a movie theater and say, uh, I blame it on the movie. Like, like, <laughs> like it's, it's a handbook it, of how to... You know what I mean? Do something stupid and blame it on something that it's actually not.
1: Like, if it wasn't for the media to even bring up that controversy, I doubt it would have even been an issue for some people. Most people wouldn't have even thought about that until some people like to paint it with a black and white brush. Like, oh, you watch this movie, it's going to give you these ideas. Like, why Why do they have to take it to that place? It makes no sense to me. So that's that's probably the ugly for me is that the movie stirred up unnecessary controversy.
0: As they often do, unfortunately, Shelby, as yeah. they often do. Um, the ugly for me, I'm just going to go right on ahead and I'm going to play parrot to Shelby's pirate and say, Ah! Yeah,
1: they screwed the movie up! Yep! Yeah, they screwed the movie up!
0: So, yeah, I'm just going to be Polly on this and echo everything Shelby just said, because that's exactly how I feel. I feel like the unnecessary controversy and the platform created unnecessarily to, you know, whine and, 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 and blame your, you know you know, your potentially bad behavior on a movie that, you know, has some mental illness triggers in it by being artistic is just, it's weak. And I'm sorry for those people that have to suffer through. Uh, watching people do that—it's—it's—it's it's, it's classless, and I'm sorry, for the for all of us, I'm sorry. So, um, yeah, I agree. That's my ugly as well. Um, and that is our show. I think we covered this pretty thoroughly. Oh and, yes. <laughs> and being that you sat with us through this and listened to what we had to say about it, we're gonna give away some comics. We're gonna give away DC's DC's number one and two, for you first prince. So that you can Ooh. add those to your collection. Yeah, you know, we like to do epic comicage here. So um add those to your collection. And um, how do you get to get your hands on such a prize position? Well, you know I'm even gonna throw in a mini joker bust that I have um in the prize pool. So I think I'm gonna throw that in there as well. So you'll get a mini joker bust and DC's 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 number one and two. And what do you have to do in order to get those items? Well, I'll tell you. What you got to do is either inbox us from Facebook Messenger or call us and leave a voicemail or text at 443-365-1340 and tell us your favorite Joker origin story. So that's what you have to do in order for you to get your hands on these items is to either leave a voicemail or a text or... A message in Facebook Messenger about which of the Joker origin stories is a, your favorite, and um, if while you're at it, let us know who your favorite Joker is. I think that'd be an interesting thing to let the people know on the next cast. So let us know who your favorite Joker is and tell us your favorite Joker origin story. And Shelby and I'll give you some goodies. What do you think about that, Shelby?
1: I mean, that's some pretty easy things to do, to get some spicy, spicy comicage.
0: I agree. I agree. We love you people, and we want you to have awesome stuff, so give us a call, shoot us a text, or message us in Facebook Messenger for those who are out of the country, and let us know what your favorite Joker origin story is, and who is your favorite live-action Joker? Um... That just about does it for this episode of Amalga Cast. Stay tuned and we will have another episode coming up relatively soon for you. And um, can't wait to see you guys in the next show.